Alright. Greetings, people of the Disconnectornet. It's Francis once again, and I'm here to bore you. <laughs> Such an evil plan. Anyway, I want to start off this episode by mentioning some of my, um, let's say, inspirations for making this podcast. Actually, I rarely listen to podcasts or particularly so to music podcasts or web radios. Mm, the main reasons being the main reason being that whenever I do I always have a good time and enjoy it a lot, but I found out about too many bands and I've already got too many bands to listen to, so yeah. So it's always a risky thing to do, you know. And my Bandcamp wishlist is the size of Russia and it ain't even the only list I got. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, anyway, shout out to Radio Fenrith, of course. Desenfreno Sonoro. Uh, La Caminata Cerebral, which is an anchor. And the hip-hop show on Bandcamp. So cheers to Gilve, Sebax, Yekatle and the Stony Creation, all awesome hosts or podcast creators or whatever you want to call them. Oh, and John Peel too, of course, surely him as well, that we talked about already in the previous episode, but, um, well, it's important to remember, right? I guess that's it. And we can begin with today's noise. Or actually, I'm not funny enough, so I'm giving the floor to a better host for a moment. Then, after that, we'll let the noise commence. I'm kind of bummed because I'm missing right now, even as we speak, uh, my favorite cultural train wreck, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. <laughs> I'm like a rubbernecker, man. Every night it's the crash of fucking metal when that show starts. Me and my friends have a little office pool wondering exactly which episode and which guest is going to be on the night Jay finally puts a 9mm in his mouth and blows his Dorito shilling head off his fucking body. I think it's going to be Joey Lawrence from the show Blossom. Uh, other my friends beg to differ and think Patrick Duffy, a more likely culprit. So, hi everyone, welcome to the show. Tonight we have Joey Lawrence. Hi Joey, how are you? It's good to see you again. Boy, it was always my comedic dream to be 44 years old and interviewing a little Tony Danza wannabe every three months. Boy, I'm fully, fu I'm fulfilled as a human spiritually. So, so, so anyway, Joey, uh, you're 16 now? You're 16 years old? Yeah. That's great, you're 16. You got a license? You driving? You driving? Yeah. Great, you're 16, got a license. You got a car? You got a car? Yeah. You got a girlfriend? Hmm? You dating somebody? Anybody special? Yeah, no. Well, she thinks so, I don't. <laughs> Good God, what have I done with my life? <laughs> His brain splew out, forming an NBC peacock on the wall behind him. Because he's a company man to the bitter fucking end. 
And it, it all started when he did the Doritos commercial. Here's the deal, folks. You do a commercial, you're off the artistic roll call forever. End of story, okay? You're another corporate fucking shill. You're another whore at the capitalist gangbang. And if you do a commercial, there's a price on your head. Everything you say is suspect. And every word that comes out of your mouth is now like a turd falling into my drink. <laughs> Selling Doritos on fucking TV. What a fucking whore. And not even when he needed the money either. You know, if you're a young actor, Okay, I'll look the other way. But guy, you know, makes three million a year. He decides to hawk Doritos to make more money. You don't got enough money, you fucking whore. You gotta sell snacks to fucking bovine America now. Hi everyone, I'm Jay Leno. Anyone remember where I was when I was funny? Uh, yeah, eat Doritos. They're good. <laughs> Satan fucking him in the ass on national TV. <laughs> Good and crispy. Here's Satan. Try the nacho flavored ones. Cool and flavorful. Tonight on the show, uh, we have Joey Lawrence and Patrick Duffy. Yes, tonight's the night. Fuck, if that was his lineup, he'd use an Uzi in his mouth. Just chewing fucking lead. What have I done with my fucking life? Changes clips. He's a fucking blood sprinkler. The next night, bam 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 Ed, Ed, uh, did you enjoy your vacation? You are correct, sir. Doc, that's a really nice red coat. Is that? The color of it, or is that Jay's brains? <laughs> he's just jealous because he's never been on the show. You're so right. So that was, of course, Bill Hicks. It needs no introduction. And uh, uh, okay, on to the next one. Um, I have a little story first about how I found out about this band. Um, I pretty randomly um, stumbled upon this uh, Japanese band. Uh, on YouTube, and uh, I was pretty amazed, and um, I, I, you know, I googled the, the band is called Morbid Organs Mutilation, and uh, I'm gonna play a song, actually two songs, uh, from the Agathocles split, and uh, that's what I, well, what I searched for and listened to. And uh, I thought, uh, oh wow, this is this is really cool, but uh, never mind. Um, I'm never gonna listen to them again because you know it's 
It's pointless. I couldn't buy them anyway. They're a Japanese band from the early 90s. Japanese crust band from the early 90s. So it's probably sold at um, vulture prices on discogs by those capitalist collectionists come. And uh, then I opened Discogs and uh, took a look uh, just to have a laugh, you know, not to... just to have a laugh, indeed. And um, I figured out they they are sold for quite cheap, actually. (laughs) So I ended up buying both the... MOM Agatocle split I mentioned and the War EP2 that is a uh, live EP that uh, then is the one I encountered first on on YouTube and so yeah I was pretty pretty shocked because you know go figure that fucking logic the capitalist Capitalist collectors um, think by uh, to sell bands, to sell records. I I fucking hate that crap, man. I mean, in if I want to buy an effigy record because I love effigy. I can't buy it because they're been they're pressed like don't know 100 copies and they're all in Japan uh, or in the hands of the those capitalist fucks and uh, so no one's gonna repress that shit and uh, although it is really pretty appreciated it's got a uh, a cult of aficionados that. Um, that really like the stuff, but in it's not repressed, not yet, at least, and it's from the 90s, and I can't buy it because it's so fucking expensive, but it's those assholes that sell it for, f- sell a fucking 7-inch for something like 20 euros plus shipping, I mean that's a theft. That that's theft. That's not selling. That's theft. And it pisses me off, man. It's oh, for God's sake. I can't stand that crap. And yeah, so I was really uh, into everyone was really into morbid organs mutilation and uh, uh thought I would have never listened to listened listen to them again uh, but then I found out mm, that I could buy the <coughs> uh, the split for um, 10 euros shipped and that's fair that's yeah that's okay and um and I got the war EP for seven euros shipped. So I mean that's really surprising, isn't it? There are bands like um, 
let me check my Bandcamp wishlist a second to name that band. There are bands that are probably followed by uh, the band members, their sisters, their friends, or, well, some of their friends, and, uh, and their grandmas that are sold for crazy prices. And one is... Kyofu Shimbun. And uh, it's a pretty interesting band, but yeah, it's uh, unbuyable. It's. Oh, for fuck's sake. Even Zianos is already going for crazy prices. They disbanded the, the last fucking year and. Uh, uh, well, I'm talking too much anyway. About uh, Morbid Organs Mutilation, this is Revenge uh, followed by Violence. That are the first two tracks on their Agathocles split. Yeah. Um, have fun, listen.
great, isn't it? I just wish they recorded a wee bit more stuff, but the stuff is just great, so I can't complain, really. There are also some live shows on YouTube. Good stuff. Oh, anyway, I don't want this to be a wake-up call for collectors in any way. So, if you're one of those assholes that buy records just to sell them for a higher price with the excuse of collector value, fuck you. Uh, plain and simple, you're a burden to all humanity, kill yourself. Thank you. This said, Japanese bands are particularly appreciated by that scam and so particularly high priced too. So there was a nice surprise once again. Uh, about the songs though, uh, I originally intended to put only Revenge, the first track, but then while, while I was separating the tracks and taking Revenge, um, slice in the tracks, you know, in the mixer, well, well technical details, and um, uh, Violence, with question, question mark, uh, that's the second track um, just continued the, I mean the record continued and the uh, violence started uh, started playing and uh, oh man I, I just thought how can I not put this one as well <laughs> I mean it's just the, the rhythm, the pace the that riff and uh, when I mean when there are songs where the vocalist just goes and stuff like that, uh, you, you know it's good. So <laughs> you know it rocks. And uh, yeah, that's why I put it. So now we're going on to Cheetah Print with Kill the Cocaine Cowboy.
that was it. And um, now, I want to tell you that I submitted a request for auto distribution of the podcast around different platforms. And I kind of did it by mistake because I thought that I could uh, exclude Spotify and Apple Podcasts from it. But no, it's just auto distribution. And yeah, it goes auto, right? Auto. And yeah, that's it. Um, I wanted it anywhere but on Spotify and Apple podcasts uh, for quite a few reasons, including that um, <coughs> I hate them. Don't tell anyone. Well, I doubt they care anyway, since they're profiting of my work. They couldn't give two fucks or two shits about my dislike for them if I chose to use this. Mm, I hate them. Well, and here I am giving them my invisibility, so yeah, that's why they they don't care. I can say what I want, I can express my dislike and scorn and vomit-inducing feelings provoked by Spotify and Apple all I want, but um, they don't care because they profit from it, so yeah, it's alright, I can say it, I think. Can I say it? (laughs) Am I free to say what I want? Perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps. Like, oh, thank you Spotify and Apple for exploiting my passion at work with the excuse of giving me means to express myself until I won't own my podcast anymore. Thanks for giving me a voice only because you profit from it. Oh, don't worry, little boy. Our pleasure. Something like that. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, I just hope that if you're listening to this through... Spotify and Apple, you know, it's there. So (laughs) I don't. If you're using it, you probably like that platform, and I'm okay with that as long as you are a respectable human. And uh, now we are gonna listen to. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, which I'm probably not. Molkhat Doma, with a song called Volni. Volni? Volni? Uh, out of their 2018 record, Etati. Yes! Thank you. 
so that's that's it it was some pretty depressing uh post punk goat um dark whatever you want to call it i'm not usually into that kind of stuff because i hate depressive music but exceptions make the rule right and uh so yeah uh i also want to beg pardon if my english sucks at times because you know i i rarely if ever get a sh- c- concrete chances to speak it in my daily life so i i really appreciate and enjoy doing this podcast also because i really like speaking english and other languages and uh, i just love languages and cultures you know they're an interesting topic uh, so uh So doing this podcast is also a platform for me to keep my English up to date and uh, um, improve it and uh, practice it, you know, just get it, get some work done. (laughs) Now we're going to listen to two short songs, uh, hip hop actually, because I like hip hop too, all right? Can you deal with that? Um yes I grew up I grew up on hip hop I only listened to hip hop and rap in my childhood so I I dumped it for quite a long time and rediscovered it not so long ago so I'm really happy that I'm back you know for those of you hip hop fans listening listening to this podcast and uh yeah it's called the soul shift period and i mean the the period is at the end of the name <laughs> and uh, from a record that's called adhesives period also this in the name and uh, i yelled that because it's in caps lock <laughs> it's from 2016 and uh, it gives me really suburban vibes i don't know why but yeah it's it's really cool. I like suburbs. They're horrible places. They're the horrible places that you don't want to live in, but that you don't y- you want to um, um, experience the art of because that's always where the good stuff comes out from. It's. Um, it's from the horrible places, it's from the shitty lives and contexts and situations. It's from bad places. Yeah. I went I went uh, to my final I had I attended my I attended my final year of high school in um in the suburbs of my of uh <laughs> in the suburbs of a big metropolis. So I this music brings me my head and my feelings and my feelings back in that space in time that was really <laughs> it makes me nostalgic man anyway it's just instrumental it's just a beat tape so we take a break for a moment all right Thank you. 
Well, I hope you liked it as much as I did. So now we're gonna listen to a band called Bong Thrower, <laughs> which pretty clearly uh, takes its name from a stonerized version of the name of uh, one of the best fucking bands on earth. And um, it's the last track of the record and I kind of feel like an asshole to show you the last track of a record because yeah it's not a a movie it's not a book a tv show or whatever but you might have noticed that for instance mm, some death metal records end with pretty epic songs for some reason Epic, not in the battery Viking bullshit epic meaning of the term, but um, in the sense, in the meaning that um, they are somewhat solemn, so to speak. For example, uh, The Truth Beyond in Left Hand Path the final track of Supreme Fire by Profanal. Uh, well, Cancer Spreading can be cons- is Stenchcore, but you can call it Death Crust too, right? And uh, both Age of Desolation and Ghastly Visions end with pretty epic songs. So, um... The setlist construction of an album, particularly so for an LP, not so much for an EP, but yeah, could be for an EP too, but mostly for an LP, uh, it's also a big part, an important part of making a record, in my opinion. And uh, it's gotta have some sort of mm, narrative going on, right? Uh, some sort of flow. I think that's interesting. Yes. So, this song is called Nothing But a Corpse. Nothing. Nothing But a Corpse. And it's it's from their nameless or self titled demo from 2017. Bong Thrower.
And that was awesome. So, uh, we're getting toward towards the end of this podcast. And uh, now we're going to listen to Zeitgeist with a song called River Parallax, which, uh, on the contrary to the previous track, is the first of the record. And uh, I don't know, it's just... Sadly, sadly, the band is no more, but I share them anyway because who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> I mean, if it's good, it's good. And uh, musically, it's really pretty interesting. It's punk band and uh, it's pretty original, in my opinion. And... Um, And um, the vocalist sounds more or less like a taller than Ziguititis. Yeah, I said it. Although Danzig, Glenn Danzig, uh, has got titties too nowadays, but uh, yeah, um, mm, yes. <laughs> Enjoy listening. Chandrama Sarkar which is I don't know a noise experimental project something like that 
and it's called uh, In Appreciation of the Emperor's Grand Gestures, which is a pretty shitty name, let me say that. But the song is really cool, and I've read on Bandcamp that it's just um, a guitar through a pretty bass amp, something like that. And it's really interesting, yeah. It's from 2021, so it's the newest track of this episode of the podcast. Which is now named Obscure Radio, by the way. Yeah, yeah, alright. Yes. And, yes. So, um, enjoy the song. And... Until next time, farewell.